You're listening to The Lively Pod. It's 12 days of Podmas. Let's dive in. Ho, 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 and welcome to Podmas, you all. I'm so excited to be doing the 12 days of Podmas, kicking off today for the second year in a row. So last year we did the 12 days of Podmas leading up to Christmas Eve and this year is no different. Each episode, they may be little tiny episodes, they may be longer episodes, but it'll be a mixture of health and wellness content leading up to Christmas. It's the perfect little things to listen to as you travel for the holidays, you take a bundled up walk outside, or just taking a mindful minute to yourself to regroup before entering back into the crazy fun of the holiday season. And so there are so many topics that we are going to cover the next 12 days. So definitely like and subscribe to this podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes coming your way. Today, we are kicking off Podmas with a bang, a much-needed episode for everyone right now, whether the holidays are filled with lots of fun activities and excitement, or maybe they're a little bit more stressful with family dynamics, or just simply you're outside your normal routine. Whatever the case is for you, these episodes I'm hoping are a little bit of joy, a little bit of much-needed tips this time of year to help you stay mindful, happy, and healthy, and at the end of the day, you know what this podcast is about, and it's living your most liveliest life and how to do that. So in today's episode, we are talking all about my holiday survival kit. These are just going to be kind of tips and tricks that I have gained over the years slash that I look to in my mentors in the health and wellness space and see what they're doing this time of year. At the very end of the episode, I'm going to dive into what I would put in a physical holiday survival toolkit. So thinking like slippers, fuzzy robe, that kind of vibe, like what is in my physical holiday kit. But first, we're going to get started with just how to have a healthy holiday season with some tips and tricks that I've gathered along the way. The first and foremost one is something that I tend to do in November, but it's not too late to do it now if you want to start today, and that's getting your values and priorities straight as you head into the holiday season. So making sure that you know what are your core values for yourself. Is it family? Is it career? Is it being kind. Like there are so many different values that you can have and hold. And my values will be a hundred percent different than your values. They're all unique. And so the order, the number, the different things that you have, if you don't know what your core values are already, I highly recommend you go online and look up just some ideas of core values. They'll come up with laundry lists of just different adjectives that can describe these for you. And then try to hone in on three to five that you can establish as your core values, which you act from. So if one for me that's a huge one is family. I'm always putting my family first. I make sure that they're first and foremost in my communication strategies. In when I'm thinking about doing activities, I always consider how they would react and things of that nature. So that's one of my core values that I truly act 
from, but health and wellness and my fitness is also one of my core values. And so that is something I'm constantly thinking of and acting within. And so kind of getting your values and priorities straight this time of year is not only a great tool for self-reflection and kind of looking inwards, which I feel like is a really great thing to do in November. You're focused on gratitude, mindfulness at Thanksgiving, but it can also just be something that's important during the holiday season because of how stressful and just how much is going on, how many conversations you're going to have, and just making sure that you're showing up as the most authentic version of yourself and knowing that it's something you can always come back to. So I've talked to so many friends over the years where they go home and the holidays are a super stressful environment for them. They don't enjoy going home. They are always put under pressure by their parents or something of that nature. And so this has probably been one of my number one tips over the years is to know And have that confidence within yourself that these are your core values. These are what you act from. And then it doesn't matter if the people around you accept them as your core values or not. You just know that you're showing up and being your most authentic self and living from those values. And so as long as you're doing that, as long as you're confident in the person that you are, No one should be able to phase or rattle you, even if you have a horrible conversation or you get super stressed out and just can't handle all of the things going on during this time of year, knowing that you can always choose to come back, take a pause, take a breath, and then act out of intention from the core values that you have set in your life right now. So that is tip number one, starting off on kind of a serious note, because I think it's so important to take that kind of look inward and give yourself the respect that you deserve. Going into the next one is another one of how you can show up as your very best self, and you will not show up as your very best self if you do not prioritize sleep and rest this time of year. It is so easy to get off of a routine when you're traveling, when you're in a new space, or when you have people over and going to holiday parties, and so it's so important to prioritize sleep and rest, whether that's making sure that you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, or trying to have a consistent wake-up time um, and trying your best to not stay out several nights in a row super late because you won't be able to get that sleep back and it'll just leave you feeling a little bit snippier. It might make those cravings a little bit worse. It'll just add up into creating a lot more stress on your body solely from not getting enough sleep and then also not getting enough rest. If you're not allowed your body to rest and recover, if you're constantly go, go, going, your body is going to get to a stage of burnout. And so you need to make sure that you're not living on caffeine this time of year and instead you're turning in and finding those spots where you can mindfully recover. So whether that is meditation, mindfulness, yoga, taking a moment to just breathe by yourself, no stimulation so the TV is not on, you're not on your phone, that is not true rest and recovery. If you need to just Take yourself outside, go for a walk, something like that to just get away from high stimulation activities to help your body turn on that rest functioning. 
So prioritizing sleep and rest leads me directly into the next one, which is to create a travel routine for both AM and PM. So this is one of my favorite tips that I feel like we all have our routines established. I mean, y'all know we've listened to so many episodes on this platform that are about morning routines, evening routines, how to establish routines. So you know, this is one of my go-tos, but I think it's okay and neat needed to have a different travel routine. So whether that's just minimal skincare, maybe that's having an eye mask or something like that to help you sleep in case the environment is super bright and light outside. So can you create a travel routine that's completely different than your normal morning routine that you can stick to while you're out and about and traveling? So kind of those non-negotiables that you have to get in in order to feel and look your best. And so It could also be like turning into cozy routines this time of year. If your normal summer routine of getting up, going outside, getting morning sunlight, taking a long walk is not going to work when you're in Michigan and it's fucking cold outside, then that's okay. Make a new cozy routine to kind of help you fight maybe that seasonal depression that's kind of turning on this time of year. Maybe it's turning to hot beverages, showers, um, morning exercises, inside, um, hobbies that you can do in the winter time. So finding those indoor hobbies that you can establish in yourself and maybe adding more moisturizer to your skincare. So turning on your cozy routines, your travel routines, so that you are feeling your best even during the holidays because it's ever it's like so important during the holiday season to feel your best because you are going to be so stressed, because you are going to be outside of your normal routine, because you're going to be doing so much more than usual, this is the time to kind of lean in to those extra routines and kind of find new ones. So I encourage you to add something new in, take a few things out. Don't expect yourself to do it all. You don't have to do it all, especially this time of year. That's another big tip is to not try to do everything. You don't have to eat well 100% of the time. You don't have to exercise like crazy or have a five time gym, a five times a week gym routine. It doesn't have to be all of this crazy things, but if you can do something, if you can do something for your nutrition, if you can do something for your exercise for the day, you are going to feel so much better for it. And so I've been talking a lot about stress in this episode already. And so the next one is for those people who do feel frazzled because I'm one of those people, I love the holiday season, but it does come with a little bit of stress. It's all positive stress. It's all good stress because I love it all, but it doesn't make the stress component of it. It doesn't make that feeling inside me feel any better, if that makes sense. And so I still want to make sure that I'm controlling my stress and providing my body moments of ease. And so for me, that looks like writing it all down. And so I'm telling you to write every single thing down that is in your mind 
each night of this season. And so even if you do it until the end of the year, try to write everything down once a day in a bulleted list. You can check things off the next day, but you can also delegate things to other people. And it also helps you just realize what isn't important right now or what is super important that may be living in your head, causing you constant stress. Like maybe you haven't gotten this person's Christmas gift. It would take you five minutes to order online, but you still just have not done it. It can help you see all of those things at one time. And then you can easily check things off so that things aren't living in your head and then spiraling negativity where you just start stressing about it and can't stop. And so writing it all down, seeing it in front of you, you'll be able to check it all off. So I highly recommend picking up that habit. Even if you don't journal, just make sure that you write it out once a day, get it out of your mind, and then see what you can accomplish from there. I think you'll be surprised in how much more you accomplish each day. And then the other thing to help really combat stress this time of year, especially if you have hard family dynamics is to make sure that you're creating boundaries with effective communication. And so this can look like creating boundaries around weight. Maybe that's something you're struggling with. And so how do you bring that up to your family who always comments on how you look or something like that? And so making sure that you set those boundaries. So if you are somebody who struggles with these boundaries or you have people who don't respect these boundaries, I think you should go and follow Melissa Urban. She was the founder of The Whole 30, but she is the best person that I have seen so far on social media giving free advice on how to set boundaries with loved ones, with family members, with friends in a respectful manner, but to make sure that the boundaries hold clear. And so I think that would be a great listen for you to go check out some of her Instagram. She does a lot of them this time of year because of how important it is. And so again, her tag is at Melissa Urban. She's the founder of Whole30 and she is the person to help you with creating and establishing these healthy boundaries. The next on my list is, of course, to make time for your version of self-care. And why I say your version is because I feel like right now in the health and wellness space, self-care has taken off for almost like a whole new marketing scheme of bath bombs, bath salts, face masks, luxury, hot tubbing excursions. Like there's so many things that have become popularized as self-care. And while yes, those may be very relaxing for you and that may be self-care for you, that's great. Incorporate them, but it doesn't have to be. If you are not a bath bombs and face mask person, then lean into other forms of self-care. Maybe for you, it's getting outside, just being in nature. So you find yourself going for walks, finding new hikes, trying to get family or friends to come on hikes with you and establish that self-care. Or maybe it's turning into a book, going to a bookstore, getting lost in a book. That can be another version of self-care. This could also be working out. Working out is great self-care or another term would be like self-maintenance. What do you do to maintain your positive attitude and positivity in life? That is something that you need to carve time out for. And so whether you're scheduling it into your calendar to make sure that no one takes that kind of time from you, 
new, or maybe you just kind of lock yourself in your bedroom and do your self-care from there and don't go downstairs in the morning until you've done your self-care for the day so that it doesn't get pushed to the side so that you don't get caught up in all of the wonderful activities that kind of can drain your cup. You got to fill your own cup first is what I'm trying to say. With the health in mind, I mean, tis the season for indulging in comfort foods and deprioritizing exercise. And there is nothing wrong with comfort foods nor eating differently at this time of year or exercising differently at this time of year. But if it causes you stress or you're using food as a coping mechanism for dealing with the emotions that you're feeling this time of year, there are better ways to manage it. And so it's also a really good idea to find ways to prioritize that exercise that works for you during the hustle and bustle of the season. And so knowing that that may not look like those five times a week gym sessions that you may be getting right now. So here are a few nutrition and fitness tips for this time of year. So the first one is, of course, to try to eat balanced meals when you're eating a meal and then indulge in cravings mindfully. There's this wonderful woman on Instagram. Her name is Glucose Goddess, and she talks all about different little biohacks that you can do to help regulate your blood sugar when you're eating a meal, which can help for energy levels. It can help you feel better and just really regulate that blood sugar because you're not going to have those sugar crashes and things like that after big holiday meals. And so some of the hacks that she gives are to start with a good, dark, leafy green vegetable to start. Um, So can you start with a salad? Can you start with your green beans? Can you start with some veggie to kind of prime your body? Then eat your protein so that you're feeling super satisfied, super nourished, and then fill your plate with the other things that you enjoy, like a little spoonful of mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and one of those amazing dinner rolls that are always served this time of year. So this is kind of the notion of crowding out nutrition, which I absolutely love. So instead of trying to like keep yourself away from the holiday candy or the holiday baked goods, I would rather you try to crowd them out with other things so that you're not just restricting. It's fine and you are more than welcome to say no to different holiday goodies, but I don't want you to have that restriction mindset around it. So instead, can you crowd it out? So what I love to do is have a protein shake or something like that before I head off to a big holiday dinner so that I'm feeling satisfied going in so I'm not starving going in. And then when I go in, I try to find some veggies, I try to find some protein, and then I allow myself to fill up on all the other goodies that I still want to taste test and try and enjoy that night. And so that's the way I eat balanced meals while still indulging in those cravings that I have and all of the wonderful goodies that are made this time of year. The next would be to always keep healthy snacks in reach. So things like vegetable platters are a great thing to always have on hand because they're already pre-cut up. They're yummy to snack on, super quick and easy, and you can volume eat them. So if you are feeling super snacky, rather than reaching for a bag of chips or something like that, reach for a bunch of veggies that you can kind of just mindfully eat while you're watching a movie and enjoying a bunch of healthy snacks. 
Other things I love, like I said, protein bars, chopsticks. I get a rotisserie chicken a lot of the times and I like to eat the chicken with a little bit of mayo. That's some healthy fat, a little bit of protein. So that's a really fun one, but just keeping healthy snacks alongside all the baked goods. Because one of the reasons that you're always reaching for your baked goods is because they're the things that are out. They're the things that are in the open. So if you can keep the other healthy things for you in the open too, you're gonna be so much better off. The next idea would be to revamp your favorite holiday foods or add new dishes to your usual spread that are more nutritious. One of my favorite things to do here is like Brussels sprouts. They're my favorite vegetable by far. So adding in some like warm Brussels sprout salads, maybe you have a fun like apple pear pomegranate salad, some green beans. Just can you make your favorite holiday foods a bit healthier by adding in nutrients? Again, that concept of crowding out. Can you add in a bunch of nourishing ingredients so that the dish overall is healthier than it used to be or instead of having a completely brown plate which I've been guilty of over the holiday season where you have like your chicken you have your mashed potatoes you have your bread roll you have your mac and cheese and it's all one color there's no color on the plate how can you add color to that so kind of revamping those menus this year look at it now so that you can start finding inspiration there are so many recipes out there right now that are just so fun that look delicious that I cannot wait to implement this holiday season then kind of going into when you're eating your meals and you want to add some exercise try to slow down during your meals enjoy the company that you have surrounding you and then take a walk with the entire family with all of your friends after dinner trying to go within the first hour this is another glucose goddess hack where you're helping regulate your blood sugar by getting up and getting moving after your meal you can also dance it out so turn on some music after your meal whether it's holiday music or not and kind of dance around the kitchen with your friends and family but taking a walk is a really great way to get some of that mindful movement in while also helping your digestion, while also helping your nutrition. And then that kind of leads me into the workouts in general. I would love you to try to reframe your workouts by building in natural movement. So whether that's running up and down the stairs to get different decorations or gifts, maybe that's taking long walks, or maybe that's doing a quick seven minute, 10 minute, 15 minute workout in your bedroom before you go downstairs in the morning to greet everyone. So kind of reframing what working out looks like right now, especially if you're someone who loves to work out outside and it's too cold for you to do that now. How can we reframe and find new movement that you like just as much on the inside? So trying out different things, yoga, Pilates, bar, weightlifting, strength training, all of the different types. I would try them out fully and then make your decision on what feels best this time of year and in your body. Lastly here is to really work on breath work and meditation this time of year, whether that's combined with your exercise, with your meals, but it can be such a powerful 
tool for dealing with stress and anxiety during the holiday season, especially because your breath is something that you can do when no one else can notice it. So you can pause, take a moment for yourself, focusing on your inhales and your exhales by maybe saying over in your head, I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling, I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling. Or maybe you can count them like one, two, three, four, just allowing yourself to kind of come back to the present moment, stop your thoughts from wandering, stop them from running away or spiraling, coming back to your center before speaking again, before getting worked up, before having a super big meal, just so that you can be present with yourself. That leads me into the next one perfectly, which is to just be patient and kind to yourself. This is probably one of the most important mental and emotional health tips, especially this time of year, is just like noticing if you find yourself talking negatively um, or would you talk that way to a friend or a loved one. So adjusting your inner self-talk to be kind, supportive, and patient will go a long way in how you feel and how you manage tough situations. So it can look like creating affirmations for yourself that you can repeat first thing in the morning or whenever you start to feel anxious. It can look like coming back to your breath. It can look like having something that you journal about each and every day to focus on the positive. Can you start a gratitude practice? So just showing yourself some patience and kindness and not putting your pre- not putting pressure on yourself to do it all in this moment, in this time. Lastly, before we get into like my holiday survival toolkit that's like what do I have stacked in my toolkit right now? So the last of the kind of tips and tricks is to create traditions or honor your family traditions that you already have. And so this is one of my favorites. I come from a family who loves traditions. We've had the same meals through the holidays since I was born, I think probably before that. And it is just something that I look forward to every year, but we also have cookie decorating traditions. We have different routines that we do just making sure that you have these set. And then Will and I, we just got married this year. So of course, we're going to start some of our own traditions. I've been looking online, on TikTok, on Instagram, kind of Googling what are fun traditions to start. And so we're going to do some of those to create our little family traditions since this is kind of our first year as a family. And so kind of leaning into those can really help spark it. But knowing that it doesn't have to be familial traditions, you don't have to do it with your family, but you can do it with your friends. What can you start and establish with your friends, whether it's a friend's giving or a friend's miss or a secret Santa, white elephant. There's so many ideas out there for this. Okay, so if I had to put together a physical holiday survival toolkit, uh, these are the things that I would have in it for sure this year and will be packing as we head home later this week to go back to Kentucky. So I will 100% have fuzzy slippers. I have these cute ones from our wedding that I had made that I'll be wearing all throughout the holiday season, plus my little Ugg slippers. Matching sweat sets are a must this time of year. It's nice and baggy and comfy and cozy for lots of couch lounging. 
I really, really want a fuzzy robe. So I have one of these on my Christmas list, something that I can just drape around myself and be basically surrounded by a blanket in all season long. Hot chocolate is definitely on my list along with coffee and tea lattes. I love a London fog latte, but then there's also super fun lattes right now with all the different flavorings. If you are someone who's health conscious or trying to be better about your sugar consumption right now, definitely go follow the Macro Barista on Instagram. He does great recipe alterations for like the fun Starbucks drinks so that you can still engage and indulge in the fun flavors of the season without going crazy on your sugar consumption and basically having a milkshake every single day. And then I will of course have electrolytes with all of the nighttime drinking and fun things at holiday parties. I know my body will need extra electrolytes this time of year. I'll be having protein shakes and our X bars in my little survival toolkit so that I am prioritizing protein even if we're having meals that don't have a ton of protein. I can make sure that I get that in. My favorite are the Owen and Evolve pre-made shakes because they're dairy-free so they don't have to be refrigerated. They're already pre-made. You can keep them in your car. You can keep them in your suitcase. You can keep them in your purse. So they're super easy on the go. I am addicted to my Simply Modern water bottle. It's basically the Amazon version of the Stanley Cup, but it doesn't leak, so it's much better in my opinion, and I kind of like the look better. And so I'll definitely be carrying that around because y'all know that I have my emotional support water bottle. And then I will, of course, have my ice roller and skincare that I'll have going on. Margaret and I, we do an episode all about running, so that's coming up, but we talk about our ice roller addiction and how we use ours, so definitely tune into that episode. I would have Epsom salts for baths, I would have candles galore, and of course, a playlist full of podcasts. So, that is my physical holiday survival toolkit along with my emotional and mental health survival toolkit with all of the tips that I've listed in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Podmas, you guys. Get ready for 12 full days of health and wellness content. I cannot wait. Each episode is just going to get better and better. I have them all written out and I cannot wait to share them with you. So tune back in tomorrow for another day of Podmas. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas.